it was, we thought we did 45 minutes, remember? Exactly. Exactly. Tell everybody about, uh, because it's in the last video, so go watch the last video, but better yet, get the book. Tell everybody about I Am Charlie, because as I had said before, it's a great book. It's, it's an action-filled book. It's not what you would think. Well, it, it was very important to me when, once I started connecting with people around the world that people understood who Charlie really was, um, because there will be a lot of people out there that will say, who, who is Charlie? And uh, Charlie's a, a man who's had a very, very difficult time on his journey um, for many, many different reasons. And it's very easy to look at somebody now and say, wow, you're lucky, aren't you? And they don't realize how you've actually got there and what you've been through in your life. And it's a lesson to everybody not to look at somebody and go, oh, I wish I'd had their life. You have no idea what they've been through. And, I, you know, I often mention that a couple of things that I lost my mother when I was young. Um, I lost my um, firstborn son um, 12, 13 years ago. Um, and I lost my younger brother. And that's just three things that have happened in my life that have built my character. Other than being born and brought up in a religious cult that was completely controlling. Um, and that just gives you an, a, a, a two-second overview of what I've been through in my life, and none of that was easy. Um, and now, now I'm in a, a period of my life where things have changed dramatically in the last three years. Um, it's very important for your audience to know that what I talked about in my videos, I was told about this 12 years ago, about them shutting down the world's economy for a global financial reset or a global currency reset. At the time, I didn't know what it, was, what it was, but they were going to shut down the world's economy to change the financial system. That's what they told Charlie 12 years ago. I was then told again about eight, seven, eight years ago, and then I was told in November 19 that they were going to do it in 2020. So for those people who've only just found me, if you go back to the start of February, March, and April of 2020, you'll see that what I was talking about has now happened. Correct. And as Elon Musk, sorry? I said, correct. I looked. I looked. Yeah. And as Elon Musk rightly says, um, all of those times back in 2020, um, I was called a conspiracy theorist. And uh, it didn't bother me because I knew I was telling the truth. And there's a very simple thing with the truth. If you say something is going to happen, and it happens, that's truth. Um, but they were, the minute they said it was a conspiracy theory, I knew I was over the target. Uh, because they don't like the truth coming out, and they don't like it coming out early, like it was with me. And I told people that they were going to shut down the world's economy. So how are they going to shut down the world's economy? Well, he said, wait and see. So in March when this spurious virus came out of Wuhan, mm -hmm. I asked the question, do you think you could shut down the world's economy with a virus? And I was told with a smile on his face and a little chuckle in his voice, Charlie, it's easy and it's not even real. And I went, what do you mean? said, the virus isn't even real. He said, but they've got the mainstream media, they've got government, they've got Big Pharma all on their side. And they're going to pump out this story. And 
after they've done that, he told me in March 2020 that after the virus, they've got the jab, the vaccine. Then they've got 5G. Then they've got riots. I have and then they've got on the 5G. On the 5G, uh, Dr. Ward, you were right on point. There is no such thing as 5G. Uh, Dr. Ward, everything you said was absolutely factual, checkable, uh, and some of the things we'll touch on again. I couldn't believe it. You are 100% right. There is no 5G chip in any phone. And when they tested it, they tested it on 1,000 phones, and it killed 1,000 people. <laughs> yep. And you won't find that in mainstream media uh -oh. because that was hidden in a hurry. And um, it, this is something that um, it's very serious because – what they did was around the world, they started putting 5G towers up around the world when everybody else was locked down. Here in Europe, they were flat out working when nobody was allowed outside the houses putting up 5G towers. And we've now seen evidence that when they actually turn on the 5G towers, number one, it kills all the birds <laughs> within about 100 meters. And then there was, there's been about four or five where people have been riding past a tower on a bike, they've just fallen off and died. And you never hear about that either, huh? You don't hear about it at all. And the minute you publish it, it gets banned from media, from mainstream media, from social media. And then you get into an argument with people going, nah, not possible, Charlie, not possible. I said, fine, you don't have to believe me. Just I'm not asking you to believe just watch. me. Just watch. Just watch. Yeah. And then, I actually, I met a woman last night who lived her life in front of the television and she had no idea about what I was talking about, none at all. And she said, so you, you're saying the government's lying to us? I said, yeah. Oh, Charlie, 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 that's dangerous. If you think the government's lying to us, that's dangerous. I said, it's worse than that. The mainstream media, the television, the newspapers, they're lying to you too. She said, no, Charlie, now now you're talking silly. And this was a 70-year-old lady who lived, lived her life in front of the telly. And I, I started telling her bits and bits and bits. And in the end, she'd had enough alcohol in her body. to start. To, the, the, the fight had gone out of her. And I said, look, I'll send you over some stuff that you can look at tomorrow. And then you do your own research. You don't have to trust me. You don't have to believe me. Just have a look. So I sent her over my book today. I sent her over my website. And I haven't heard from her since. She, I, I guarantee you she uh, went down that rabbit hole that we all somehow end up going uh, through, especially after talking to you. And uh, one other thing I want to point out about uh, your book that really got me, and I, and I, I had to go back. And I remember I asked, I asked you three or four times, about all the fillings that you had to get in your mouth. And, yep. and it was just because uh, in that cult, it was to get a way of evil. And as mm -hmm. you got older, you, you, why do I have all these fillings in my mouth? And in your book, you go into that. And I, I literally had to go back and read it again because I couldn't believe it. Because those who never experienced anything like that, that's something to read. So as you said in the beginning, when you think you're having a bad day, buddy, <laughs> You didn't wake up at, uh, you know, at four years old, your whole mouth didn't get buried with fillings that were unneeded. So all the, uh, you know, greatness that you've accomplished, it, it came, it just didn't uh, appear. No, I wanted, it didn't. I wanted to uh, ask you, 
I had thought before, you know, all these uh, school shootings and all these mall shootings, like they just shot up Mall of America, which is the biggest mall here in the States. Uh, I never thought that would happen. I had originally thought that it was a way to get rid of gun rights. But then, but then I thought more. And I thought that I thought about all that time that we were locked down with COVID, right? The 12, 13 months, 15 months. It's not like these, I don't know if you would call them sociopaths or whatever you would call them. It's not like the idea didn't leave their brain. Do you think that the, that was going to happen either way? It just got pushed back a year and a half and, and the shootings are happening now? Or do you think there's something a little bit more to it than just that? I think this is where this is one of the most important issues that you that you and I have talked about school shootings, and this is where we are not using common sense, because nobody nobody on the planet has in their DNA to go and kill children. That is a normal human being. It's not there. If you're feeling if you're feeling bitter and twisted against a school teacher. Fine. You you can sort of get that where he walks in and shoots the school teacher. I get that. Where a teacher's picked on somebody at school, bullied him, a teacher's been horrible to a kid and the kid gets out of school. I can see that. I can see that. But there is absolutely no logic at all into somebody walking into a school and killing children. What about the malls and, and all the other shootings? Going the same in the malls. The same. There's no logic to that. Yeah. There's no fear anymore in the States. I don't know how it is there, but here everything's bullying this, bullying that. But without fear, I don't see how things progress in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Well, this is where we're, we're at right now. This is about education, respect. If I, if I look at the Western world, America, Europe, it's a complete mess. There's no respect. If you look in Russia, you look in India, you look in China, you look in the Far East, there is respect. I hear people say, if you stand up against Putin, you'll land up dead. And they go, well, he's, a, he's, a, a, he's an evil man. Very interesting that they don't mention that if you stand up against the Clintons, you land up dead as well. They don't mention that, do they? They, they uh, missed that part. You know, they missed that part. They've, the Clinton, Clintons killed yeah. people than Putin ever did. Fuck. But they just sort of overlook it. Yeah, you know, like all those planes that just disappear off the map, yeah. people that you can't find anymore, and, and then completely buried in the news. Completely yep. buried. Yep. Yep. It's, so, it's amazing. And uh, the people, people have selective sight and selective hearing. Um, one of the biggest things that you and I know because of your background of the of the mafia mentality is respect. Respect for your elders. Yes, sir. No, sir. And um, respect for parents and grandparents. That nowadays has disappeared in the Western world. This, this young generation, downright rude. Um, and, you know, the one thing I'm very blessed with, my wife is Turkish. And if she says no, the answer is no. <laughs> and, I and I'll tell you what, you don't want to be crossing that line um, to try and get a yes out of her because that's when she turns into terrorist mode. Remember I asked you last time, 
uh, Dr. Ward, from one to a hundred percent, how often do you think you're right? You said maybe 1%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because whether you're wrong or right, you're wrong. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. And this is, um, it's very interesting in relationships, especially at this moment in time where people talk about relationships and equal equality and what have you. Um, I'm very old fashioned in a relationship. My job is very simple. I'm a provider and a protector. I agree 100%. And that's how I live my life. That's how I was raised. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shave your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code MSCSmedia for 20% off and free shipping. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all the stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a monster of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard. No more messing around in drawers, this color one, that color one, all with one guard. Plus it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower and avoid all that hair in the sink. The Pro Kit doesn't end there though. First, there's the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember your hair is different. Next, Manscaped's beard oil. Cap it off with beard balm. The Pro Kit also comes with three different gifts, a beard brush, comb and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code mscs media at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com use the code mscs media manscaped beard hedger one stroke one guard 20 lengths link is in the description below this episode is sponsored by Z-Biotics. What is Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic? The Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic is a genetically engineered probiotic you drink before drinking alcohol to avoid that rough next morning and get back to living your life. PhD scientists invented it because they know the real problem is not dehydration. It's a toxic byproduct of alcohol. And Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic is the only product that breaks it down. Just remember to drink responsibly and plenty of rest too. Every time I have Z-Biotics before drinking, I'm amazed at how good I feel the next day. Z-Biotics is a must-have for me because it means I'm still going to make my daily workout even if I have a few drinks the night before. That's important to me. You can get Z-Biotics for 15% off your first order using my code MSCSMEDIA at checkout. I recommend getting the six-pack. That's what I got. It's a great deal. You have a couple extra to share with friends. Go to zbiotics.com backslash MSCS Media. That's Z as in zebra, biotics, B-I-O-T-I-C-S dot com backslash MSCS Media or scan the QR code on the screen right now and get 15% off your first order. You will not be sorry. Link is in the description below. She would look after all the small things in life, all the small decisions, and I would take care of all the big things and the big decisions. And now we don't have any big decisions. And I thought that summed it up beautifully because the wife runs everything. Yeah. And when you have that, you have harmony. And all you have to worry about as a man is to be a provider and know that your wife will remain faithful and true to you because you're doing your job and the value of what she's doing in a relationship is priceless. Priceless. Raising a family, looking after a household, looking after a husband, 
And women need to understand the value of that. Uh, and if you are, if you're connected to God, God will tell you how valuable that is. And then you'll realize what true value of a woman really is. And also, Dr. Ward, if we go back in some of the history that's real, if we go back and we read, which we don't anymore, and we certainly don't teach it in school, every man had what? A king and a queen. Because yep. that man needed his queen to keep him in line, to keep yep. everything in check, for her to look out with her aura because she actually listened to her senses that we don't have or the king didn't have. And the kid made sure that there was food on the table, protected everything she needed. And that, you know, and it's been like that since the beginning of time. No matter how many yep. different civilizations were here, that's how it always was until this now, which you yep. predicted, which you and David Icke, I don't know if you know who that is, but you and David Icke, it's. Of I do. Oh, yeah, he's. I. So you do know David Icke, huh? I've known David for 40 years. I would say you're at that uh, second part if I had to take a wild guess. I think I, would, I think you're up there a little bit more than uh, I am, and uh, some other people sitting around here. David, I met David forty years ago on the Isle of Wight when he was a sports reporter um, at a football match, and he, that that was when he was starting to talk about the royal families being reptilians. Nobody understood what he was talking about. Nobody. Um, and then he made the statement that um, he was a son of God. And um, it got misinterpreted completely. He thinks he is the son of God. Well, every single one of us is a son of God, every one of us. God created us in his image. You're 100 then, I talked to him almost three and a half hours, and he was completely misinterpreted, completely. 100%. He's an incredible human being, and he has a wonderful family. Great guy. Um, I know Gareth as well, as well. Gareth has been on my show two or three times. He's been on my show himself. Um, and he's a very, very good man. I, it was very interesting when I interviewed him because he was very, very guarded in the sense that a lot of interviews that he does, people try and set him up on purpose to try and discredit him, whereas I didn't. Me neither. I had no intention of that. I, uh, every intention of getting the message out from him, because he's he's a rock solid warrior. That is, he's the Freddie Laker of the truth. Years ahead of his game. Ninety three. He's Way ahead of him. about this. Ninety three. I think he wrote about all of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And everything he said is now coming to to the forefront. <laughs> everything. Everything. Yep. Even the hollow cave that he got killed for, and all the papers in uh, England. Now, now they're now. Sometimes you catch that even on the media. Yep. It's very interesting because obviously I've come under massive attack for a very long time now about and exposing the truth. I've had personal threats. I've had people turn up at my door. I've had phone call threats. I've had all kinds of threats, and they don't do. They wouldn't do that if you were talking rubbish. They just go just Charlie Ward's mental. He's a bit 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 of a short. Uh, well, short look they did, like look what they did with Bob Lazar, many other people. They just yep. make you look crazy. They say, yep. "Oh, Bob Lazar, you know, he put a jet on a bicycle at sixteen. He never went anywhere." But they forgot to delete the newspaper article when he graduated from MIT. 
They fucked yep. that one up. But that's what they would do if they thought you were, you know, that's what they do because he was wild. But with you, you're too sharp. They can't. Well, I've been, I've done my research. And not only have I done my research, um, and I talked about this yesterday with the people that I was with who had no idea about, about what I was doing. And I said, I, I get my information from three different locations each and every time. And I try and digest it to the best of my ability from three different sources and make out what is the truth. Um, and then the, she snapped back at me and go, well, it's your truth. I said, yeah, uh, but the, we, we all have access to the truth within us. You have as much access as I do. But what I've done is open up my toolbox within so that when I take in this information, I try and establish what is the truth. And if I'm in doubt, I speak to God. She said, well, there you go. I don't believe in God. I said, well, that's it. So I've got one more tool in my toolbox that you don't have in yours. And she was like, yeah, but uh, why do you believe in God? I said, well, I grew up believing in him, and I got I went astray, and there's certain things that have happened in my life that point very clearly to, I said, let me rephrase it, my higher self. She said, I believe in that. I said, well, okay, so you believe in your higher self. Yes, I do. I said, well, my higher self, I choose to call God. That's what I choose to call it. I think all and one you, day we are God. I think all one day we become God. Yeah. I'll tell you what. And the minute I said, I said that. To, uh, Mr. Ike, uh, Dr. Ward, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but after right. I spoke to him, I completely understood you. I yep. com after I completely understood everything. With, yep. you, with you, Dr. Ward, everything. I started putting A to plus B equals C. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, this is where the where you and I are very privileged, that when we get to interview people and we talk together, it, all it does is create another piece of a puzzle. And the more pieces of the puzzle we have, which you and I have, we talk to lots of people, and whether it be Dr. Peter McCulloch, who I think the world of, um, and many other doctors that you've interviewed, they're, they're, what they are is pieces of the puzzle. So that when you put the pieces together, that's when we get clarity. Mm -hmm. And we're fortunate, you and I, because we have the ability to, to bring people onto our shows and talk to people to establish the truth. And then, then you get the people on the other side, well, well, it's your truth. It's your truth. I said, well, yeah, you can, you can put it like that, but um, tell me where you get your truth from. Oh, I get it from the CNN and the BBC. And I, I go, well, what happens if they're lying to you? They go, well, what happens if these doctors are lying to you? I said, you've you got a very valid point, and this is why it's important to go within. I sit in front of the television, and it doesn't make sense. But when I talk to Dr. Peter McCulloch, Dr. Anders Kalka, Dr. Asim Maholtra, all of these other doctors, when I talk to them and listen to them, they make sense. And they're the best in the world. The best Dr. Rashid Buta. Dr. Rashid Buta, Dr. Malone, Makala, yeah. Dr. Epstein. Yeah. These guys yeah. are on a whole nother level with facts. They don't come and yeah. say. They come with oh. stacks like this. So yeah. like you said, okay, you think it's not true. Where are your facts? Because yeah. me and Dr. Ward, between what we have, is it could hit the ceiling. Yep. Yeah, it could. And then uh, I'm blessed to have people like Jason Q, 
who decodes stuff and he prints everything off. So as an example, the quantum.gov website, which tells you all about the quantum system, he printed off every single page and it comes to 12 inches in, in paper. And he's gone through every page and he's highlighted the bits that matter to him uh, and he decoded it all. And I'm like, wow, wow. But yeah, I do a lot of research. I work most mornings from four o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock, just, just uh, doing research, um, researching things in different areas and talking to people from all over the world. Um, it's, uh, and I'm very privileged on my journey to have people in virtually any country in the world that I can talk to. If I want to know what's happening in Afghanistan, I've got people who live there that I know. Syria, Libya, Iran, Iraq. I can find out what's really going on there over against what the media is telling us. And one little quick story. My wife and I were in Nespresso in Dubai getting some coffee capsules for the house. And the man who served us was from Syria. And my wife said, I bet you're happy to be here in Dubai. He said, yeah, I like it here in Dubai. But I was back in Syria at the weekend with my family in Aleppo. My wife said, well, Aleppo has been wiped out. She said, he said, no, a part of it has for sure. But we live in the nice part. And I went back and saw my parents and went out night clubbing with my mates. And my wife was like, well, that's a different story from what I've heard about Aleppo. He said, well, I've been there and I live there. And he said, this is what really upset my wife. He said, the BBC and CNN actually have complete film sets there to stage events in Aleppo to continue the narrative. And this is somebody, this is not a reporter, this is a young lad whose family live there, but they live in the nice part of Aleppo. And there are people out there that will be sarcastic and go, well, there isn't a nice part of Aleppo. I can assure you there is. And, <clears throat> and furthermore, as you said, an independent source, meaning it's not Correct. on either side of anything. It's just someone who actually lives there. Again, facts. Yeah, facts. And that, if I go back, um, oh, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, um, one of my sons had a relationship with a girl in Northern Ireland. And um, we, we went to their house in Belfast. And there was we met a number of different people in Belfast, those from the poor area and those from the, the, the decent area. And the pe people who lived in the posh part of Belfast. Now, I grew up with Belfast being bombed nonstop. On the, 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 in the newspapers, it was incessant that it was being bombed and there was all this fighting going on. And his answer was, I've never heard a bomb and I live in Belfast. That's in the council house estate. But they lived in the posh part, which was probably seven or eight miles away from the, the bad part. And he said, we just don't hear anything here. Uh, and that, again, was a huge lesson to me because that was very different many, many years ago from what we were being told. And there are many, many occasions in my life where I've known of certain things that we've been told that are absolutely nothing like the reality. And he's saying he hasn't heard anything because no bombs have gone off. Is that correct? They have it, but in, the, in, the, in, in a certain area. But they're making it look like the whole of the city is being bombed. I see. It was it was in the poor area, 
between the the, the, the Protestants and the, and the Catholics. But to make it look good, they say the whole entire place. The whole whole entire city is, is under siege, but it's not. It's the whole council estate is under siege. Unbelievable. What's your take on uh, these IRS agents and 80,000 and now, as you called it again, and now we have this uh, $600 reporting uh, here in the States. I, don't, I know you remember. Uh, remember, it used to be 999 and then it was 799 now it's six hundred. That so, if I go put in six hundred and one dollars in cash in my bank account, that's now reported as if before when it was ten k, eight k, now six hundred one. So yeah, this is what. This is why awesome. is, what, what's what's with all that? I remember I had said I thought it was because of the going going after people with the Bitcoin and the crypto, and I thought they were going to grandfather. And you said, "Oh no, Tommy, you're wrong." And then uh, Joven Pulitzer, if you haven't had him, him on, you should definitely have him on. I, I think he's exactly. going to be the next Elon Musk. He's on. Well, what's what's your take on this $600 thing reported? Why? What, what am I missing? Well, there's, there's, it's all to do with control. It's communist control. Uh, they want to know everything about you. And this is where people need to wake up. Um, that will only ever work. If every country in the world conforms to it, and this is all part of the central bank digital currency, this is setting you up for this. Now, half of the world have already turned their back on the central bank digital currency. What is the central bank digital currency? It is a corrupt digital system run by the Federal Bank, uh, Federal Reserve and the central banks that are already bankrupt. And that's, is, is that the United States Corporation that went bankrupt and yep. all those other ones? The Federal Reserve is bankrupt. Now, why would they do that? So why would all these, you know, United States Corporation, I think you named 20 different ones. Why would they all open around the same time and then go bankrupt at the same time? I had to process it after we had talked last time. What, what's the whole connection with all that? I was shocked at the beginning of it when he even said that because, again, yep. you never hear of that. And then I try to tell yep. everybody, and they're like, what? You're crazy, Tommy. You're doing too many yep. podcasts. You know, you know, I know, yep. you know how that shit goes. <laughs> yeah, this the Federal Reserve has, um, going back to when they changed, took, took off the gold standard, has been able to print money as much as they ever wanted to for as long as they wanted to. Um, and that's been consistent for the, for the Fed for a very long time. And you have to remember that the, the two words federal and reserve are, are just a joke because it's never been federal and it's never had a reserve. Thank you, sweetie. It's never had a reserve. Um, now they've completely run out of money and stopped printing. They stopped printing some time back because of, of what's known as the Basel IV Agreement. And Basel IV says that the banks, as from next week, next week, not next year, but it is next year, but next week, they will not be able to trade unless they can back their positions as a bank with something solid. What's that mean? What's that mean? Come back. They need to have gold or silver. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. They need to be able to back their position. Oh, back the position with gold or silver. Oh, shit. 
They can't, they can no longer just print money. They have to actually, each and every bank has to be Basel for compliant. They all signed this a long time ago. They got an extension for one year from last year because they weren't ready. They're still not ready. They still haven't got anywhere near enough money to do it. A lot of banks next week will not open unless they get taken over. And we're now seeing they're priming people to say <coughs> that if a bank goes bankrupt, your money's gone. And there's a lot of people out there that they say, well, the central bank guarantees, the Federal Reserve guarantees up to 70 or 100,000 per person. That guarantees only any good if the central bank have any money. If the central bank don't have any money, what are they going to pay you with? They can't. Monkey nuts. You. Your insurance is gone. It's out the window. The insurance is gone. Now, if the bank, say, is taken over, to us, would it still look like Bank of America, Chase? But it, it might say that on the sign, but it's really not. It will say, yes, there will be a lot of them that, that are saved by those that have the gold, the silver. Um, and, of course, there are countries like Russia, <laughs> India, <laughs> and China. We have plenty. And we have plenty. Plenty, and they've just been waiting, waiting. Oh, they've sat. The Chinese are sat there in America. They're not even waiting to get a flight. They're sat there in America, outside the bank, <laughs> waiting. Uh -huh. And they'll wait 100 years waiting outside the bank in two degrees. They've been waiting for years, and now they're sitting waiting for, not this, not this week, but next week. They're waiting to see what happens. And, of course, um, that this will change the dynamic massively. Now, uh, Dr. Ward, Dr. Ward, if you could stay right there because uh, I want to throw this in. I saw this morning that China had sent a missile to Taiwan before I left the house to send a message to the U.S. for supplying, for getting in the way, basically, of the whole thing with Taiwan. Now, how, how is that all connected to what you're also saying right now? Well, I was talking about this earlier today uh, with a friend of mine. Um, the child trafficking and paedophilia and what have you, um, the adrenal crime and what have you, was all, all randomly came out of Wuhan. And the construct, the construct of COVID-19 as a venom, not a virus, was constructed in Wuhan, but was manufactured, mass manufactured in Ukraine. This is why Russia attacked these bioweapon factories and child trafficking factories in Ukraine. and. That was the first phase to remove those. The second phase will be that Russia has done their job. The next one, China, will have to do their job in removing the child trafficking and the bioweapons factories out of Taiwan. So. And the third one and final one, this will be entertaining, to stop the child trafficking and bioweapons factories in Israel, Iran will take them out. Wait and see. No, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to exactly. me. Um, and then that relates back to the banks because as the banks do this, China starts to tighten up, the tariffs, yep. the everything else. It's all interconnected, all of it. Yep. Yep. And this is where now I'm sitting here with a smile on my face because I know behind the scenes, the reality is, is a lot of this has already happened.
No. And I can't talk about it. Okay. Uh, what I can say is it's it's going to be coming into the public domain through 2023 and 2024, but mainly in 2023. And we're going to start to see a lot more in public. We won't see everything because people aren't ready for it. The public are not ready for it. I watched a little debate on social media today about the British royal family. And the British are still incredibly stoic and strong. Our royal family is good and they're brilliant and they're amazing and uh, they ignore the fact that uh, of the, the, the offences that have been committed by the British royal family, completely blind to it. Um, and they, because the mainstream media keep pumping out that they're a wonderful family. You know, Prince Andrew gets away with underage sex and, oh, that's fine because he's a royal. Um, I don't, I don't sit in that camp. Um, if you have underage sex, it doesn't matter who you are. It's wrong. If you um, abuse children or you tra trafficking children, I don't care who you are. It's wrong. Um, but at the moment, the British public need to be woken up slowly to the fact that these people have been involved in things they should not have been involved in. And we'll leave it at that for this time, because a lot of people just switch off when they hear that. But um, I want to get people to do their own research. And they, do their own because in the states, all we hear about is uh, uh, what's her? Why can't I remember her name? Megan and Harry. Yes, Megan. That that's all you ever hear is Megan. This yeah. Megan did that. Megan did this. Megan did that. That's all you hear in the states. Well, th this is another difficult one because the way it's being portrayed in the media is is that she's woke and she's this and she's that and she's the other. She's a an attention-seeking uh, bitch. That's how they put her out there. Especially here, Doctor Ward. Especially yep. here. Don't do and Harry's and 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 Harry's pussy whipped, completely controlled by her. Um, the question is: is I've never met either of them, hmm. That's so I can't make an honest appraisal. I, I can't tell you honestly what they're like. All I can tell you is based on what I see in the media. And I know the media lie about everything else. So we don't know. So I've got no idea. And all the videos that are put out about them on Netflix and everything else, have they been edited? Have they been adjusted? I don't know. I have no idea. And the only way I could make an educated judgment on whether they're good or bad is by talking to them both. The image that's being portrayed is that they're a pair of traitors. Yeah. Are they? Are they not? I don't know. I have no idea. So at this moment, with me, the jury is still out, and I'm just watching carefully. What the media say about her is pretty horrible. Horrible, especially yeah. over here. You know. But then, if you believe the media, you wouldn't like Donald Trump, right? But I've met him. I know you have. And that's where things are different because he's a lovely man. Speaking of Trump, how about that? How about that referral? I mean, they made Donald Trump look out to be, they made him look look out to be like a kingpin, a complete kingpin for what, two hours on TV? And then that referral, Dr. Ward, goes to the DOJ under Biden, correct? Mm -hmm. How do you think that, that uh, works out? I can't believe uh, that, uh, what's his name, went after him like that because Donald put him in. And, yep. that, and that guy just crucified him for an hour and a half. Yep. This is all part of the pantomime. This is all part of it.
And what the, the very interesting point on this journey, um, Tommy, is, is meditation and prayer. Because there is being a, because it's a war, there's a lot of smokescreen, there's a lot of f- false information, there's a lot of stuff put out there to test out the patriots, to test out the if they're real or not. Um, and every time I see something crazy like that, the first thing I do, not the last thing, the first thing I do is I pray about it. I pray for clarity. I pray, pray for guidance. I pray that it, I might understand what is going on. And it's amazing how soon I can get clarity um, once once I've prayed to find out what is right and what is wrong. I'm, I, you know, I'm just Charlie. I'm not. I'm not the Messiah. I'm, I'm Charlie, and I'm trying to establish truth. That's all I'm trying to do, and it's not always easy. So, so what? Where are you at in trying to figure out that truth within that? The truth is, is that Donald Trump was handpicked over twenty years ago for this journey, and they weren't after Trump. They were after us. And he got in the way. And he has stayed in the way. And he has been a thorn in their side. And every single trap that he set has been set by an organization, a team of people with military brilliance to ensnare and trap a very evil satanic group of people that have run the world for a very, very long time. So in other words, he comes in, he throws a, he throws a, you know, he, he's the guy who makes it rain at the parade. <clears throat> They're having their yeah. parade, la-di-da-di-da. There comes Trump. Boom. Throws everything off. Gets along with North Korea, gets along with Putin, gets along with everybody. Learn, knows how to negotiate. Gets respect, yep. gets respect, fear, and negotiates. Even while they're they're coming after him for three years about some Russian bullshit that we all know was bullshit. If there was anything on him, as we had said before, Mueller, I know of Mueller. If he could find a, a stone and put that on him, he would use that all the way to the end. And with all that stress, he still did what he did. So whether you like yep. it or not, you can't you can't uh, dodge it. You know you can't. To anything negative about the policies. And I was speaking to General Michael Flynn yesterday. And I was asking, and he said, it's very important, Charlie, that your audience understand that Trump is not coming to save people. People have got to get off the backsides and start fighting for themselves. He said, Trump isn't coming on a white horse. Nobody's coming on a white horse. You've got to do this yourself. And uh, the structure has been put in place. The military on this war with general michael fling as the commander in chief of the digital warriors is managing everything well but there's a lot of people at the back who sat back down and are not doing anything and he's basically told me they need to kick up the backside to say get off your backside and stand up and fight because a lot of people have gone back to sleep and they're waiting for trump to save them and he was very clear to me yesterday Trump is not going to save them. They need to save themselves. He's done the groundwork for sure, for sure. Now you've got to do. You've got to fight for what's yours. And if you don't fight for what's yours, 
you won't get what's rightfully yours because they will steal it from you. But the groundwork's been done, but people need to stand up and fight and not sit back down again and wait for everybody else to do it because I'm going to fight for what's mine for sure. And I expect everybody else to do the same. The good thing is with this fight, we're seeing who the real patriots are and we're seeing who the plastic ones are. The concern is over here, even those who are still patriots, I see a lot of loss of hope. As in, yep. why Why even even guys, just a lot of people, people that you want to expect. I could tell yep. they lost hope or they have the attitude. What's the point of even walking in there and voting? Does it really matter at this point? You know, 80 million one time, the whole thing that happened in uh, Arizona. You know, and like you said, it, it comes to, yeah, Trump's going to run again. But as you said, and it makes total sense again, is to get you up off your ass and go in there. And if you yeah. don't, what what can he do? They're already going to oh, exactly. they're going to throw every angle out impossible. So if you just think he's going to come and do make you laugh at six o'clock at night or whatever it may be, and then you sit there and whatever, well then you're not going to be laughing when it goes the other way and it gets even worse and worse and worse. And by twenty four, I can only ima- imagine how bad it's going to be right around then. Of course, they'll make it perfect three months before. <laughs> so, and the, the, that's so important that people understand to stand together. One of the worst things that's happening at the moment is the criticism between patriots of each other. That's what they would want. Yeah. And this is the time to stand together. Because there's so much divide between both parties. And everybody, yep. everybody's fucking everybody in the Republican Party. You know, now the Democrats are they're, they're messing with each other, but still seem more together than the Republican Party. They're they're fighting about every little thing. The Democrats are just doing what they always do. And you know, that people have to use their head. And Dr. Yep. Ward, I don't know how you get them to think for themselves. I don't I don't mean them. You know, when when you're on that phone all day long, what shows up on your phone, as you said and many others, is what they want you to see. When you turn on the exactly. TV, it's what and it, and when look around, everybody's always on their phone. I'm on a yep. jump. I jump on that social media post and I'm off. I run. But the yeah, majority exactly. are on there reading and reading and reading. And the more that they're on there, the more that they get brainwashed. So, Dr. Ward, how do you get them out of that mode? Well, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. But not every, not every man is going to become strong. There's a lot of weak men out there that will stay weak. Good times create weak men, and they'll stay weak. And weak times create hard times. At the moment, we're in hard times, and it's creating strong men. But not every man has the inner strength to, be, uh, to become strong. They're that pathetic and that weak, they'll never become strong because they've never had a backbone. They've never stood up for anything. And as one guy said to me in Barbados, who was a driver out there, he said, if you don't stand up for anything, expect to fall for everything. And that's important because people need to stand up for something. There's a lot of, uh, I spoke to another guy yesterday who said to me, Charlie, I can't be bothered with all this. I live in my happy bubble. I ignore everything. I don't watch the telly. Don't watch this. Not interested. Um, 
Some people are like that. I've got a member of my family who's exactly like that, living their happy bubble. Um, and they don't care about anything else. They just get on with their own stuff and don't care about that. Whereas I'm in a slightly different position where I'm 62 years old. Um, out of, out, I've been out of the matrix for many, many years. Um, I'm unemployable. I've always been unemployable. <laughs> I, I think me and you both are. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I, and I can't sack myself. Um, so and no, nobody can sack me. So I can say what I want without fear of retribution from my employer or what have you. Um, and this is why it becomes important to pray that you say the right thing and deliver the right thing. Um, we're in a very, very important time where those that have the ability to stand up do stand up and are in the front line, like you and I, in the front line. There will be those. We need those behind us who are on the back line. We need those, but we don't need them sat down. We need them stood up because your value on the back line is as much as mine on the front line if you're stood up. And I'll tell if you you're sat down, you lose your value. You lose your value. And I'll tell you what, I think the one mistake that they made when this generation that's on that phone all the time and you know breathing in, basically breathing in bullshit all day long on that phone, when they realize that that Venmo, that they're going back and forth with their buddies to get beers at the bar, the cash app and all that, that they're going to be paying on that, I think that might be when, because they have to do that on the phone. And when they realize, wait a minute, I just transferred 600 hours to my account. I just got taxed on that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that might wake them up. And also when you can't spend what you uh, want to spend because they're stopping you because you've already spent too much in their eyes. Yep. Beautiful answer. Beautiful answer. Mm -hmm. so, so all, so all, yeah. So you put all that together, all that happens. Then you have the situation with Trump. Now, because you've dealt with so much damn money and all around the world, how do you get picked? How do you get picked to be moving billions and billions of dollars around the world for all types of different individuals? And then I have a follow-up question to that being that you have so much experience with financial things. How do I get picked? Well, it's quite clear now that God had a plan for me many, many years ago. And he's put me in situations in my life that it, it happened that way. I was in the right place at the right time. And I was being tested on many, many levels. Um, it's something you can't really explain to, to people other than the fact that I now know that God has been in control of my life from the start. You're calling. It's a calling without, without question. And everything now makes sense. The stuff that didn't make sense for years. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why did the other happen? Why did I go down? in a deep underground military base. I've thought that through so many times. Take 30 me, years ago. Take, take me through that day. The best you that, could. The best you that could. particular day, now I remember it vividly. Um, I was working with GCHQ, which is the equivalent of your Pentagon. Um, it's the security hub, if you like. Um, and I was doing the security for GCHQ, and I was getting on, I got on very, very well with the main man. And he said, oh, I, I want to show you something. I, I don't know if you can help me, but uh, if you can come and see with me. And he, t he took me in the car. And we went to Lansdowne in Bath in England in the car. 
And we parked in a car park that I thought was a park and ride. Didn't know what it was. And we got out of the car and we went into this building that looked like a building that you pay for your ticket to park and ride. It was a square building that was probably 20 feet by 20 feet square and by 10 feet tall, just an old-fashioned building with a door and a window with bars over it. We walked inside and there was like a a glass, like you get in a bank, glass sheet with a man sat behind it. And there was a door to the right. And um, he asked me for my identity, so I took it off my off, off my head, handed it over, which was what I got from GCHQ, handed it in there, and then he pressed a little clicker, which opened the door. And me and this other gentleman walked through the door, we went around the corner, and then there was a lift. And I was thinking, where the hell does this go? And then we got this lift, and it's always it's impossible to say when you're in a lift how far you're going. But we went down, and we went down, and we went down, and we went down, and then we stopped. And when we stopped at this opening, there was a guy there. It was all lit up. There was a guy there, and he handed a key to the man in the lift. And he handed him out a key, so they swapped keys. He put the key in, and we went down again. So you can't go down any further than that without that key. We go down a bit, a bit further. Then you start to notice that it's quite cold. It's very cold underground. Then we got to the bottom, and when the lift door opened, I was just amazed because it was like a road, and it had golf buggies that were literally flying around everywhere, lots of people down there. And I was like, Wow. And then they started to show me around. And there was miles and miles of tunnels. And some, there was big steel doors, massive steel doors. Um, and when I say massive, I'm talking about 15, 20 feet high. Big steel doors. 20, and I said, 20 foot high, that's a high steel door. <laughs> it is. And I said, what's in there? He said, oh, it's all used for the storage of weapons, and it was it was created for the Second World War, so that if anybody bombed, we still had all our ammunition very well protected. And um, and he was like, oh, they, they don't use it anymore. And we went through different parts. There were some places we could go and some places we couldn't go. But we still, I still spent over two hours down there going to – through lots and lots and lots and lots of different tunnels and what have you. But they didn't want any, I, I was thinking pound signs. I was thinking cameras everywhere down here. You could see everything. That's not what they wanted. They wanted cameras to protect at the top, the entrance and the exit. Nothing down there. And when I came out of there, I was like, wow, that was amazing. Never thought anything more of it. For 30 years, and then suddenly you start learning about these deep underground military bases, and you realize that God allowed you to see that early on in your life because this is an important part of this journey. Was because that the hollow great. cave? Was that the hollow cave? No, no, that's different. No, this was just a deep underground military base. Wow, um, and this was something that God allowed me to see so that I could talk with confidence about it. Because if somebody had told me there was underground cities, I'd have gone, yeah, of course there is. I wouldn't have believed it. 
So God allowed me to see it firsthand. It wasn't hearsay. It wasn't chit-chat. I was actually there. I've been there. And since that, in the last two years, I've actually sent people there to see what's there now. And they're building over the top of it. Do you think, so it, do you think it took you 30 years to accept in your mind? Like, it was always there subconsciously, but it took 30 years to accept what you had experienced. And then when you did, you were able to think more clear at a different level than the average person. Very much so. Uh, when you actually, when you hear about something and when you see it, Big you can actually put the two together. So you can get clarity. If somebody told me there were deep underground military bases, you go, yeah, whatever. When you've actually been down in one, and it's very difficult to describe them to people because it is an underground city. And it's not this. When you talk about tunnels, these tunnels, the ceilings are 10, 15 feet high. And they're painted white. And they have a flat road surface through them. These are, these have been made for years and years and years. Why white? People live just for light, lighting. So they've got the lighting up on the oh, roof to keep it light. Lighting. Yeah. Now, just remember the other thing. They gave me a key, they gave the man a key to go down from one level to another. The question I now have, was there another level that we didn't get the key? This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch has a smooth, easy-drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will, too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra, Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, Monster Max, Muscle Monster, and many more. Buy on Amazon, buy on Walmart, or go to MonsterEnergy.com and believe me, you'll find a place. Unleash the Beast, Monster Energy. This episode is brought to you by Fiji. More than just water. This is not just rock. It's ancient volcanic rock that filters tropical rain, giving it double the electrolytes and its signature soft, smooth taste. It's not just water. It's Fiji water. Has to be. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So when you say city... So people that are watching, listening, we're not talking about a, a cave or a tunnel that you go through to New York. We're talking a, a booming metropolis type city. A booming metropolis with thousands of people down there with shops, with restaurants, with everything. Fully operational. Where do you think they're from? The people that were down there all work for the Secret Service. Hmm. Makes sense. That makes total sense. Yep. Now, what's your take on the FTX thing? Because I'm sure you have a, a very good, uh, uh, I, I don't even want to say opinion with you anymore. <clears throat> I'm sure you have some very good facts about that, as do I, and I'm sure they're very similar. But do you think that this Sam Bankman Freed was just a fall guy or more to it than that? It's a psyop, without question. And the, what they, the reason it was done like this was to try 
to get people to demand regulation of cryptocurrency. Hmm. So they, they they made lots of people lose lots of money. He was just he was just a puppet that was used by them so that they could push 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 so that cryptocurrency could be completely regulated by them. And who's That's them? They were pushing. Sorry? Who's them? The deep state, the Federal Reserve, the central banks. That's what I thought. So, so in the end, do you think he's the only one that gets it? The, the girlfriend's cooperating. He takes the oh, call. This was all a psyop to, 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 for exactly that purpose. All of the rest of it, the courts are all on, in the same bed. So um, they will sentence them to, to whatever, and that's irrelevant because they'll be let out privately without anybody knowing anything about it. And they'll live somewhere where nobody knows who they are with a different identity. And the whole idea of this psyop was so that they could they could try and get the public on side for complete regulation of uh, digital currency, the central bank digital currency, that they could have total, total control. And uh, this psyop was done on purpose so that the, the powerful people who lost a lot of money go, yeah, we need proper regulation so this doesn't happen again. Like they got Brady, they got the actors, they got all that. But the thing yeah. is, they only yeah. got the exchange. They didn't get Bitcoin. Yeah. They got the exchange. Yeah. Why, why do you think they didn't hit actual Bitcoin? Do you think they well, could you know, if they wanted to? Of course they could. That's of course they could. They're, 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 uh, the, I can't tell how many people I've sat across from and I said, if you think for two seconds that there's billions of dollars floating around in this world and there's no puppet master... You need about 37 shrinks a day because when there's yeah. not that kind of money, as far as I know, and you know, I was born old school and my grandfather he told me all kinds of shit. As far as I know, when there's that kind of money, there's a puppet master. It doesn't matter if you can't see it or not. <laughs> exactly right. You and, and that's why God has chosen people like you and I, Tommy, because we've worked with them. We've understood them. We know them. Um, and I, I was with somebody today um, who also knows all these people, all of the mafia bosses, if you like. Um, the, the one thing with the old school mafia bosses, they had a code. You don't lie. You don't steal. Um, and now what we're seeing is, is these government agencies, these financial, they do exactly the opposite. They do lie and they do steal. The old school mafia bosses were men who protected their women and children, um, and, and, and to the ends of the earth, they would do that. You and I know, know exactly who they are, yeah. um, and I always respected them because they were men of honor. Um, yes, they thought nothing of uh, killing people that went against them, um, but this wasn't this wasn't an accidental killing of people. This was people who crossed the line. They either stole from them, either lied to them, or they did something wrong within that circle of people. As you said, my grandfather had always said, he said, uh, whatever you see in the news, Tommy, the, this whole Italian thing you see, nobody ever dies for no reason. Nobody. Correct. And he Correct. always, always would say this bullshit. It's against the rules. Drugs are against the rules. Lying's against yeah. the rules. Women against the rules. You better hold that door for every woman. Every woman you see, I don't care. You better hold that door. And if I did sure. it, Dr. Uh, Ward, wasn't a good ride home in the uh, Buick. Exactly. There's a code. There's a code of honor of what you do. Um, there's 
you know, there's an old saying about women. If you treat a, a woman like a whore, she'll act like a whore. You treat her like a lady, she'll act like a lady. The, the better you treat a woman, they're very, um, the, the, the other part of that is, is they magnify everything you give them. So if you give them food, they'll give you a meal. If you give them a house, they'll give you a home. If you give them sperm, they'll give you a baby. So if you give them shit, expect a ton of it back. <laughs> I think we've both gotten a lot of shit in our life back. Right? <laughs> oh, because we haven't done the right thing. Sure, yep, yep. Now, I've learned with my wife, the more good I put into her, I mean, it comes back tenfold. And it's a lovely feeling. I'm happy for you. And I would say to a lot of men out there, that if you want to get the best out of your wife, the more you put in, the more you get out. And if you're putting crap in, expect crap out. If you put a lot of goodness in, you open doors, um, you treat her like a lady, she'll act like a lady. And some of you will have to start over again. Because you used to do it, you've slipped. A lot, of, a lot of us need to start over again. Yeah. But and very, God, very is good. Very good God has given us the opportunity to do that. Because I did, I didn't treat women particularly well when I was younger. Because I didn't, um, I was young, I was immature, I was stupid. Now, as you get older, you learn, and you learn very little from success. You learn everything from failure. I couldn't agree with that more. When we were talking about the stealing, you know, they come in with the crypto, they do that, they do this. You know, in the old the old days, you, you don't steal. It's just you don't do it. It's, you Like there's just one thing you don't steal. You make a deal, you do whatever you have to do, but you don't steal. Now, as we're putting all this together, all this clarity and knowledge and facts, and now you have New York where you can walk in and steal $900, nothing happens. You have Cali, I don't know if they're at 600 or 900. You walk in, nothing happens. You've got guys selling 100 fentanyl pills that could easily kill 100 people. Boom, bail. A lady gets beat almost to death at the airport, gets bail. When you put all that together, uh, Dr. Ward, if you could associate that with the bigger picture, because I, I see what the, the bigger picture of it all. Okay, go steal 900 hours. We're not going to arrest you. Go steal 600 in Cali. We're not going to arrest you. Oh, you smashed this lady for no reason? No problem. You have court in the morning. You're going to get out. This is where I've said now for two years that people need to reset their moral compass. Completely out of sync, that sort of behavior. Completely out of sync. There's nothing right about it at all. And to think it's normal, it means your moral compass is out of sync. And, and uh, I said this nearly three years ago now. How do you reset your moral compass? Well, if you believe in God, you ask God. If you believe in Allah, you ask Allah. If you don't believe in any of that, ask your mother or your grandmother. Understand what's right and what's wrong. And then when you've got a, a moral compass that's accurate, you've got a government at the moment that is skewing your moral compass. You've got mainstream media right now that is skewing your moral compass. You need to reset your own moral compass. You have to do it yourself. Nobody else, just you. Make sure you understand what's right and what's wrong. And if you need help, as I said, just pray. Just pray. And if you don't like praying, you can meditate. And if you don't like meditating, ask your mum or your grandma the difference between right and wrong. 
and make sure. And I'll tell you right now, I have to reset my moral compass every single day because it gets dragged all over the place in my life. I live in, I live in a paradise down here and it gets distracted. So I have to understand what's right and wrong because Satan, the devil will pull you away, attract you away. So you think it's normal. It needs to be reset on a regular basis. It's always right there calling. Charlie, Tommy, Charlie, Tommy. Well, well, no, no, no. You're right. 100% right. Exactly right. But how does that all connect to their goal? Their goal is satanic. It's to get us away from God. Now, what do you think would happen when you were 40 years old and laws were changed? Say you came to the States. And you're in an airport, and you see a, a woman who works there getting beat by a man. What do you think 30 men around there would do? Plummet that man. Well, I, in the old days, you'd go in and take this man off him and deal with him. Nowadays, no, people just stand by and watch. Or just walk away. You know, or, walk away. Or, or no, they pull out their phones. I'm sorry. They pull out exactly their phones right. so they can send like video. Now, that's, how sick is that? Yeah. You're going to videotape yeah. a woman? I mean, come on. Unless you're just going to yeah. give it to the police and they don't put that out. But, you know, mate, she's got kids too. Yep. And then nothing happens. He gets bail. Exactly. Exactly right. And it's a, it's a very difficult situation. And Donald Trump has been saying for a long time now, we need law and order. Oh, yeah. We do. Yeah. We need law and order. And at the moment, we're lacking it. And then, and then here in the States, with all this defunding of the police and everything else, how do you expect them? First off, it's so bad now, you know, to go into a bad neighborhood and risk your life on a daily basis for what? To to get congratulated with a, a decrease in, in pay and, and cut half your benefits? So you want me to go into North Philly, where when I lived there, they didn't they did not go into North Philly. They they just let them do whatever they wanted. It was so crazy. But you want to yeah. give a cop thirty five grand to go in there and he might make it out? I mean, not and and then you want him to go by himself because you don't want to pay for four guys to go in and, and handle law and order. That's just yeah. ridiculous. And the police are getting the shittiest end of all this, especially the it, cops that are you know live to be a cop and in their heart that's what they are and they fuck. Exactly. When when the police realize that the government has stolen their pension. They won't be so protective of the government and they'll go back to their oath of office, which was to serve and protect the people, not the government. The ones that were there for the real reason. Or for the yeah. right reason, I'm sorry. Yeah. And we'll go we'll go through this period, right? Where we're going through now. People wake up. These things have to be done to show it. I was told two and a half years ago, Charlie, you can't just tell people this. They have to see it. And I've had to put up with the pain and suffering of watching this happen and unfold bit by bit. I wanted to tell every, every the tell, tell the world this years ago, and I was told you they won't listen to you if you tell them. They won't listen. They need to see it, and that's what we're going through right now. We're going through the changing of the narrative and showing the people what what really is going on. You're right. Me, you, no one, no one can do it. The, the the person themselves have to do it. Just after talking to you and a few others, I try to. Try to make it as simple as possible to regurgitate some of the, the things that we all agree on, you know. And you just—it's if they're if if that individual is not ready yet, you're just wasting your time and you're crazy and you belong in the loony bin. Yep, 
Yeah, I was told that by a couple of people <laughs> last night. Um, but the one thing, the one thing that I love right, on this whole journey is those people are living in fear. And Charlie Ward is not living in fear. He's living in peace. And uh, that tells me everything I need to know, that I'm not worried. I'm not stressed. I'm not fearful. I'm very peaceful at the moment because I know that God has this under control. My job is to get people to stand up and fight for their rights. That's my job. My job is to get people to connect to their higher self so they can find all the answers themselves. They don't need to go to Siri. They don't need to go to Alexa. They don't need to go to Google. They go within. And they use what most people have forgotten, which is called common sense. Yes, when you use common sense, they've lost. And Dr. Ward, what, what did you teach me? You taught me that even Siri is within China. And I said, no, Apple's, no, no. They even ask if you want them to track you. And you said, oh, no, 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 no. They asked if you want that app to track you, not Apple. Which is yeah, exactly. which the parts are made where, as you furthermore shove down my throat, China. <laughs> right? Yep. And why does why does it take a picture of you every five seconds, whether it's on or off? Yeah, Trevon Pulser uh, actually proved that to me and showed that to me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He 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 came out with he, he came up with the uh, QR code. And I think yeah, it was that's right. A, I think it was eighty-eight, and he fucked up with one thing on the patent, one tiny yeah. thing, because I guess it's you have to patent it eighty-two percent or something, and there was one thing he didn't patent, and he lost yeah. thirty billion on it. Wow. Yeah, but he's invented that. Just shit. Yeah. That just shows you how evil the, the bad guys are, that they can steal that sort of thing from people like that. Yeah. Um, but, but look, this is this is all part of our journey. I look back at my life where I've lost a lot of money to certain people, but and I did it, it was done by by God for a reason, for a reason to stop me on, in my tracks on certain things. Um, God has an amazing way of helping us guide us on the right path when we're heading down the wrong path, and He might. And there was one particular time that I'll never ever forget how God stopped me in my tracks, and I was dating a girl from Rotterdam in Holland. And that's in the south of Holland. And I went over to see her as I did most weekends. I flew over from Spain to see her at the weekend. And it was at the time when the Belgium Grand Prix was on. So I managed to get tickets, VIP tickets to the Belgium Grand Prix many, many, many years ago, 30, 25, 30 years ago. And we drove down from Holland to Belgium to the Grand Prix. And because I had VIP tickets, I thought I could park in VIP parking. And after the Grand Prix, I came out, and the car was gone. That particular car park was was VIP, but it was for the drivers, not for me. And my, my car was towed away. Oh, boy. Repo. And it, it took me about an hour to get my car back. And I paid my money and got the car back, and then we headed back from Belgium back to Holland. But as we got close to the border, there was a massive... 35-car pile-up that had happened an hour before. And it sent a shudder down my spine that had I left at the right time, it was foggy. If I'd left at the right time, I would... I, 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 it's not 100% that I'd have been in that accident, but I'd have been very, very close. It's those decisions on the grid, right? Exactly decide right. Decide this or decide that. Had you gone and said, ah, I better get out of here, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. 
Maybe you I could have been in accident. Maybe subconsciously you listen to your instinct and nah, not right now or something just popped, you know, to the, the, the clarity that you have that we all don't have and just made sure you didn't go. Well, my, the, the fact it took me an hour to get my car back because they'd taken it away from the from where it was, that set me back one hour. Well, might have been the best hour that's happened. 100%. Those sort of things, when they happen, you realize, and there's many times in my life where I've been stopped from doing something, and I've been pissed off, if you like, at the time, and then you understand later on. Sometimes you never find out why. There's a lot of times you never find out why, but there was a reason. And on this journey right now, I can look back at a dozen things that have happened in my life that I now fully understand. And what's odd to me, when you say stopped, where, as me, I'm talking from a standpoint where, um, you know, I thought maybe it was raining, I'll wait. But with you, it wasn't in your control. The car wasn't ready. So you couldn't Correct. go even if you wanted to. Correct. So whether you call it God, a higher being, something above didn't give you that car for an hour. You didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. Uh, okay. I, I misunderstood it. I wanted the viewers to understand that you didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. God stopped me. Or my, or whatever it was stopped me beautiful. from leaving it before. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now with all for those people. So I'm sorry, finish. I'm sorry. For those people who don't believe in God, that's not a problem. I have no problem with that. But whatever it was, that higher. Whatever it was that stopped me, something stopped me. I choose to call it God. I choose. It's your choice what you call it. And I don't get offended if you call it whatever. Me neither. As long as I just think everyone should really think there has to be something. No matter what it is, there has to be something. This yeah. isn't the end-all, be-all. No. It's not. Now, with Elon, uh, you know, I've been trying to figure out uh, Dr. Malone, get, he'll throw those those uh, hints. He'll never tell me the whole thing. And he had said about uh, you know Elon using Twitter as a weapon and many things. And I kind of saw where he was coming from, kind of didn't. What's your stance on that? Elon Musk is one of the most brilliant minds that we've ever seen. But as with every genius. He's flawed. He has an incredible sense of humor. He also has a very, very naughty little boy inside him who likes causing trouble, which I love, by the way. I wish I would have got one of those fire guns when I had the chance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when he bought Twitter, the price of Twitter was irrelevant because the value was not in the, in the company. The value was in the information that they'd been hiding from everybody. And what, what the purchase of Twitter did was expose that the FBI were behind the control of the elections. Especially that last batch that he released. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's so much more. And uh, now the deep state and the cabal have lost their mouthpiece, which was Twitter. And the way that he's gone about sacking people, the way that he's gone about, about restructuring the whole thing, um, he's a bit like a naughty boy in a sweet shop that keeps tipping out boxes of sweets and <laughs> kicking stands and what have you. Um, it's entertainment because he's tormenting them. And that's the torment is the fun bit to sit back and enjoy after we've been abused for so long. Um, it's interesting because my Twitter got shut down 
with around a million people, two and a half, nearly three years ago now. Um, and I've now lost interest in having it reopened again because I haven't been on it for three years. Um, and I, but my life is not about going backwards. It's about going forwards. It was a ben benefit at the time. Not, not anymore. Um, and the other thing that just it dawned on me the other day, I had a million followers on Twitter. It's a ton. How many exactly. of those followers were bots? Yeah. Because when how many of those are bots? I don't know how many are real. Yeah, but on the other end of that, though, they found that certain people, when Elon had had uh, taken over, all of a sudden they had gotten tens of thousands of followers. So the fact that you got a million with them in control of it, that's a shit ton. So yeah. I, that million might have been all real ones, because why would they send you, of all people, bots to make you look better? I don't think you would it's be a uh, high pick to, to blow up. <laughs> But this was before I was on this journey. Wow. I had a million before this journey. This was before all uh, wow. Yeah, before all of this. And um, when this happened, we started using it, and then suddenly they just took us off. And, um, I, yeah, of course I was upset at losing a million followers. Of course I was. Congratulations on that. I don't care how it was. I mean, they're not all robots. No. But there's something that somebody said to me, well, how many of those were bots? They were taking the mick. I said, I've got no idea. I don't know. I honestly don't know. At the time, I was unaware that there was any such thing as bots. Um, now you're saying there was bots. Maybe maybe, maybe 900,000 were bots. I don't know. That I don't know. I don't think so. Too many, too many people know you, buddy. Too many people. Yeah. Well, look, this is, this is something that um, when I talked to General Michael Flynn, um, he, he he was saying to me when I was with him in um, in Missouri, in Branson, Missouri, he said he was amazed that the, the, everybody was running up to me and hugging me and saying thank you. And he said he'd never seen that before. Um, the, and also I, I walked around Branson, Missouri, um, around the shopping mall and got recognized there. I get recognized in every airport, which suggests that I've got a significant following. There's always people. <laughs> There's always people saying, well, he's not got that many followers. And I said, well, it, the number is irrelevant. Um, my, my job is to get the truth out there to as many people as possible. The, the behind-the-scenes statistics show that we're certainly followed by an awful lot of people. But the reality is, is that when I go out in Mexico, I got recognized in Mexico. I get recognized in America. I get recognized in the Middle East. Um, it, it it's very interesting the the the, uh, the to get recognised in these countries. The majority of my following is in America, for sure. I think we've got over twenty two million followers in America, which is significant. It's a ton, but yeah. like you said, it's not about the followers or whatever. Say it was a hundred followers, it doesn't matter because even if that one person just said, you know, I watched Charlie Ward and he had said. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's a clone. Now, I say that to 10 people. Now, they're going to go look up Charlie Ward, Mark Zuckerberg clone, right? And then, boom, Charlie Ward, Charlie Ward. Who is Charlie Ward? Now you go to Mexico. You go wherever. They see you. You're making an impact. And, and it's, been three years, it's been three years of hard work. Oh, shit. 22 um, million, buddy. That's, that's, that's no joke in three years. 20, 27 million in total, 22 in the States. 
Congratulations. That's huge. From from 37, I had uh, 37 people at the start. It's huge. So it, it, it has had an impact without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but it comes with a lot of responsibility to find out the, the accurate truth as to what is real and what's not real. And I do everything I possibly can to establish the truth. It's not always easy um, because the truth is very, very well hidden in lots of places. And you have to dig in places that you would not expect to dig to find out stuff behind the scenes. It's very interesting when exposing the British royal family. The British public are not ready yet. They're not ready for that. So you're having to see Harry and Meghan dismantling it and chipping away at it to even get some – the, the people are going, no, 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 we don't like you. We like the royal family. And even with Prince Andrew, he got away with, with stuff that people have just turned their back on and that the Queen managed to pay off people or Prince Charles paid off people so they didn't become public. And the pe people have gone, ah, that's okay because they're royals. They can do that. When people realise that the the, leps of, uh, the the depths of depravity that, that uh, those people have been to, um, I'm I'm shocked because uh, and I've I've said this openly that on the start of right at the start of this journey, I was a person that respected the British royal family. I loved the Queen. I loved the monarchy. I thought it was brilliant. That's what I thought until I started to do some proper research into them. And then I found out it was a very, very different family from what was being portrayed by the media, the government, and everyone else. And it was nothing like. They're, they're portrayed beautifully by the media. They're portrayed by the media like they're a god. I'm not yeah, exactly anything right. like it. They'll go three days full here on all coverage of that. Yep. Three full days. Yep. Never seen anything like it. No, exactly. And they, they will defend them to the ends of the earth. And I've just watched a debate today on uh, on WhatsApp in a group uh, where they were discussing the royal family. And the British are so protective, so protective. And they don't want to know. They don't want to know that they've done something wrong. Kind of like, um, like here in America where, or just in the world where scientists uh, you know, astrophysicists, they don't want to rewrite what's already written or they don't want to go against the grain, even though they know what was thought is not accurate. They don't yep. want to go against it. Nope. And they just want to keep things nice and simple and nice and easy and not challenge anything. Nice and calm and just float through, right? Whereas you and I are quite happy to poke, find out the truth. Yeah, we are. And uh, so when. Elon went on there and put up that poll about him resigning. That was him just being a naughty little boy fucking with them, right? Yeah, and also suggesting that Don Trump Jr. was going to take over as the CEO. I mean, that was the biggest wind-up and slap in the face for anybody. I, um, I mean, he's going to. I think he gives it to Jack Dorsey, don't you? Run it, to run it. I don't. That I don't know. But the, one thing's for sure: Donald Trump Jr. Is, I didn't even know that one. Oh, he's he's just a naughty, naughty little boy that likes winding people up. <laughs> I mean, he's the sort of guy that would announce that Donald Trump was going to buy buy Facebook just what? to see the reaction. Just that, to see the reaction. If, if if Donald Trump was to own Meta, which is Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and all of that, I mean, the left would have complete. They've already had heart failure with Twitter. Can you imagine if then Twitter Twitter was owned by 
uh, by um, Elon Musk, and then Trump bought out Meta, you just go, the left w w would be in such meltdown. I mean, that would be divine comedy. How about the uh, NFTs that Trump came out with? Those are oh. cool. Those are cool. <laughs> He's got balls, yeah. man. He's got kahunas. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, you know, he looks like uh Incredible Hawk in the one, you know, uh, uh, the the character that what's his name played, uh, uh, Iron Man. One, he looks like Iron yeah. Man. It's hilarious. But you know, you and I both know why he's doing that. He's just he's he's getting in with the younger generation that's in that NFT. How do you get to yeah. make an NFT? Yeah, make a cool ass NFT. Yeah. Oh, he's he's tormenting the bad guys. Something rotten right now, and we're seeing we're seeing it play out in, in in real time. For me, I'm just enjoying it every single day. This particular week between Christmas and New Year, there's so much going on behind the scenes. I mean, they're working flat out. If you think this is a holiday, it might be for for the public out there. But the amount of work that's going on behind the scenes is unbelievable. How many times do you think the delete button was hit in the last seventy two hours? How much was the? I said, uh, how many times do you think the delete button has been hit in the last seventy oh. hours? <laughs> oh, oh, um, it, yes, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I know things that I can't talk about, and uh, that the, they're just waiting on the exactly the right time because this is all about timing. This is about frequency. This is about God's timing, not about man's timing, and. Um, we know things that are happening that um, they're 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 tormenting the the bad side. Um, they're tormenting them so that they come out with their central bank digital currency, um, right. so they don't get left behind. Yeah, pushing them, push it. Pushing oh, pushing them, them pushing, pushing them, pushing. pushing. Yeah, good strategy. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, they're they're exposing themselves like you'd never ever know, and they don't know what to do because they they just they're now between a rock and a hard place. And of course, they've lost half the world already. So there's their CBDC w w uh, will only work in England and Europe, and or Euro uh, yeah, Europe and America. Sorry, and uh, of course, when you've got the bulk of the population gone gold backed, people will have a choice in the UK and in Europe and in America. Do you want to have a, a, a central bank digital currency where they control your life, and you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the other, or do you? Would you like to? Be involved in the quantum financial system where you have total control over your life and your your finances and everything else. I'll um, take unless, you. Exactly right. And we're gonna we're gonna see that all play out. And they're gonna try and make out that their central bank digital currency is here to save the planet. And we're gonna give you this and we're gonna give you that. Give, uh, give, give, we, give. Don't go to work. Here you go. Here you go. Fuck. They're gonna give away so much stuff. Yeah. Some people will fall for it. Oh, Some yeah. people will fall because you know, these people, uh, they've done no research and uh, suddenly they'll be trapped in the slave slavery system. Um, and because of quantum consciousness, you can actually have a parallel universe where some people are trapped and some people are free. Absolutely. And those people that are free will, will be free forever. And those people who will be trapped will be trapped forever. And I think what Dr. Malone was saying because I brought that up that he had said that. I think he was thinking more in terms of if Elon runs Twitter and it becomes the top social media platform, then Elon has the electric car. 
Okay, he's got that. Then he's got the rocket that goes up, comes back, lands at the same spot. You can use it. The rocket that can get to Mars. Then he's curing, you know, diseases that can never be cured before. Then he puts the chip in your head that makes your brain, you're basically half bionic, half human. Now, if one man controls the biggest social media platform, one man controls the chip in your brain, one man has the rocket, this, that, the other. I think what Dr. Malone, because like I said, he never fully, he'll just throw daggers at me, that the possibility that one man having all of that, that's a lot to have. And then that goes back to what you said with the little bit of naughty and uh, Elon, and then anybody, just anybody in general to, ha to have that much. That's a scary thing. It is, but this has been their plan to, because they. If you go to um, um, Noah Harari, who says that God is dead and we're now God, um, now that's that's what they believe. This is the new world order, the World Economic Forums. They believe that God is dead and finished, and they're going to be God now, and they're going to control everything. That's what they believe. These people, these people are deluded, but this is what they believe. Yuval Noah Harari believes that God is dead, and now he um, he he has he's the right to to control the world, and the the, the elite, as he calls them, um, can chip everybody and control everybody because people are stupid and they haven't got a clue what they're doing, so they need to be controlled by the elites. So it's basically enslavement, it's communism, it's, that's how they want it. Um, and this is what the, it wasn't due to come into twenty thirty. And but because of Operation Warp Speed, they're being rushed through it, so they're exposing themselves, and people are waking up to the truth. But Yuval Noah Harari is the Antichrist. He's the devil incarnate. Um, he's an evil person that is working for the deep state and the cabal. He's their little mouthpiece. And if people don't wake up when they hear what he's talking about, and the question comes is a very simple question. It's your choice. It's not mine. It's your choice. Do you want to be controlled by God or controlled by the so-say global elitists? Some people out there will want to be uh, controlled by the global elitists. That's your choice. I'm not going to push you any, any which way. I'm just going to give you the choice as to whether you want to be in control of your own life, your own destiny, or whether you want to be a slave to the system. And that is exactly what you'll be. And the one thing I'll say to the audience that's watching here now, They've taken away the fence, so there's nowhere to sit. And it, so you have a choice. You either hop on the side of taking control of your life, on the side of God, or by default you will fall on the other side. You won't fall by default on the good side. I don't, I don't think if you use your brain, that's a tough choice, Dr. Ward. It's not, but so many people are complacent. They live in their happy bubble and they don't do anything. That bubble. For those people, for those people who... You'll live in a, a world and life of regret that you didn't take the opportunity when when the opportunity was there. The, the whole situation with the border, do you think that's all just to let, let, let the border open to have more votes so that they can have more votes for the left? Do you think this is the basis? 100%. This is all done to wake people up. Anybody with an ounce of common sense, just an ounce, you don't need a ton, you just need an ounce to realize that when you let people across your borders, like is happening in America, like is happening in England, all these people coming in, 
that are coming in illegally, it comes with problems. What's England doing about it? Nothing. Nothing. I never they're hear anything in, about it. They're putting them in four-star hotels. Really? So while they leave the English homeless people on the streets in the freezing temperatures and the, and the rain, they're leaving them on the streets, and these people that come across in a boat. I actually said to the homeless people when I was feeding them in London, why don't you get yourself a ticket to France, get yourself a boat, row across the channel, then you'll get a four-star hotel, free food and free bedding and free heating and free everything. If you come in as a refugee, you'll get everything, whereas if you stay on the streets, you'll get nothing. What? Why is it, I never heard any anything about England doing that? Why why is England doing that? Why what's what's behind all that shit? There's a very sinister side to these refugees coming in because a lot of these refugees are between the age of eighteen and thirty and single men. Oh. These single men have been trained by the military in Ukraine and in Turkey. And they are all contracted to NATO because they know in England that if the people rise up against the government, the British military will protect the people, not the government. So the British military are being shipped abroad to do things abroad, and these hotels are full of NATO soldiers who won't give a second thought about kicking people's doors in because they're not British. They don't care about the Brits. They don't care at all about them. And I'm trying to wake people up to this, that if you don't stand up against this, you'll have your door kicked in by some foreigners from the Ukraine and from Turkey that have been trained and they're NATO soldiers. The British soldiers won't even be in England to protect you. These people will come and take you to concentration camps and you'll have no say. Wow. That makes this border look like nothing. It'll happen in America. It'll happen in Europe. It'll happen everywhere if people don't wake up. And the whole, and even in England, the the whole end goal behind that is just complete communist control. That's exactly what's behind it. Holy Satanic shit. communist control, control. Yeah, satanic. Holy shit! And then if you take the Prime Minister of England, Rishi Sunak, he is nothing more than a World Economic Forum puppet. The same with every single leader in Europe. They are completely controlled by the World Economic Forum. They have no control themselves, and they are just puppets. Wow. And what what's your thoughts on El Salvador and, and them going Bitcoin? Because I know well, you've been around the world to everywhere, and uh, I read it. I had somebody in from there that he was going to run for president uh, in El Salvador, and he had said about it. Then I further researched, and I wanted to ask you about it. Well, this is all part of the awakening. This country's moving to digital currency. And this is to wake people up. This is where we're going. Because you can't just change it overnight. So you'll have different countries that will go, um, whether it's Bitcoin, whether it's XRP, RIP, or whatever it is, people are waking up to the fact that the world is changing. and We're moving away from cash that is not backed by anything. And there's a battle going on. There's a war right now between the quantum financial system, which is gold-backed, which BRICS have adopted already, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, joined by Saudi Arabia and Iran. They've, they've come on board together. And you've got Europe and America that are pushing 
the CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency. Hmm. So countries like El Salvador and places like this are showing their hand saying, we want to go digital. And then the choice will be for the people. Do you want to go digital gold-backed or digital nothing-backed? And most people will want something of value. Most people. Touch it. I want to exactly. touch it, feel it, hold it. And everybody says, exactly. oh, where are you going to put a, a block of gold? I don't give a shit. I'll find a place to put it. I want to be able to exactly. touch it, feel it, know it. Well, how if gold goes down? Gold's not yep. going to go down. It hasn't gone down in, in since gold was gold. I mean, it's going down, but, you know. You know. Yeah, yeah, but overall, every single year, it's gone up. Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah. Rolexes that were 25K. You want a gold one? I mean, now they've evened out, but three months ago, a 30,000 yellow gold Rolex, 60K. Double That's right. price. That's right. Unbelievable, huh? Yeah, no, no. I mean, not to you, not to you, not to you, of course not. But I mean, to me, unbelievable. I've watched, I've watched it happen. Yeah. I've watched it happen. I've watched it happen. I've watched watches doubling value in the last three years. I was watching uh, Charlie TV. And again, uh, congratulations on that because that, that's hard to broadband that in uh, to a domain, as you know, and you do it very well. And don't, you know, don't tell it all because I want everybody to watch it, but it, it's really great. You did uh, Connecting Brains to Computers, the CDBC. I did that with Annie, right? Did I have that right? Yes. Yeah. And Clay Clark? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I have their names all, all correct. Yeah. That was yeah. great. Get, give us a little sneak peek about that and what's in that, because that is really one not to miss on uh, charlieward.tv. Yeah, when you watch the one with Clay Clark, Clay Clark is the one that exposed Yuval Noah Harari. He's the one that uh, – and Annie um, is uh, Clay's uh, – she uh, organizes the events with Clay for the, the reawakening tour. And she came on the show and she was, uh, they were both talking about how that they can connect. And this is, you have to watch this because so good. I know. it's got all the Intel on there as to what they can actually do. I'm not going to give it all away. Because no, no, don't you got to watch. Yep. Sneak peeks. Yeah. You got to see how they can control your brain, how they, they can control everything. They can control your money. This is what they want. They want ultimate control. Now, there's some people out there that want to be controlled. It just happens that Tommy and I are not those people. I have it up here on the screen. You were in here, you know. So I. Yeah. So, so when we when the video comes out, they'll see which one we're talking about. Afterwards. Yeah. Keep going. Keep exactly. Keep going. It's, no, it's, it's something that people need to watch. They need to understand. And some people will wake up to the truth and some people will fall asleep. And it's each and every single person. I would highly recommend that you watch that so that you understand. Some people go, nah, that can't happen. Um, I can assure you it's happening. And unless you stand up against it, it'll happen to you. It won't happen to me because I'm standing up against it. But there will be people that get caught. Great, great job on that, Charlie. You did great. It was, I, I, I stood there. You can ask Tony. I think I was up to four last night because I was doing everything else and then uh, then I, I watched a little bit of it and then I was hooked like I was hooked on the Pfizer one what's the name of the Pfizer one really good we talked about it last oh, if you haven't seen I can't remember they're, they're all free to watch on charlieward.tv yeah we'll have it up uh, right next to us when it sure. comes out sure yeah. really good really great stuff. I put in a lot of work to try and establish the truth um, we also just for the record we have five full time fact checkers 
that go through every single detail to make sure that we're accurate with our own tell because we get told loads and loads and loads oh that's a load of rubbish that's a load of rubbish uh, the truth is we do an awful lot of work to establish the truth you might not like the truth but i'm not here to, i'm not worried about people's feelings um, i'm worried about the truth and we need to get away from worried about people's feelings worried about upsetting people and uh, get through to the truth and we all know from history the truth hurts and people need to be upset so like we've been saying for the last however long, people need to use their heads. Now, I checked this 100,000 times. It, I've probably checked it so many times at nausea on these videos, waiting to ask you. That's why I, I was like, when's he coming? When, when can we get Dr. Ward back in? When's he coming to the U.S.? Fuck it. I'll deal with the Zoom. I got to talk to him. Now, if correct me if I'm wrong. Even if Trump is indicted, he still can run for president. And even if he goes to jail, he still can be president in jail. There was actually a president of the United States from jail in like 1943 or 44. Is that accurate? I don't know is the honest answer. What I do know, um, and this was something I, I mentioned a year ago, people kept saying, when is Trump coming back? When is Trump coming back? Just remember that Trump is currently commander in chief, currently. Um, Biden is, you're right, the, the president of the corporation. The corporation was bankrupt, so it has no relevance. Biden has never, ever taken any orders from the Pentagon. He's never had any information from the Pentagon. He was dealt with a long time ago. Will Trump ever be back in office? I don't know. With the new government, there won't be Democrats, there won't be Republicans. So this the year of 2023 will be very interesting as it unfolds to see who does what. Um, at the moment, they're working out who's going to be the speaker. Who do you think will be? Well, I, I think they'll talk about lots and lots and lots of different people, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if it suddenly, at the very last minute, it became Donald Trump. Hmm. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, who do you think uh, on their side? Let's just even if Biden does run like he says he's going to do, and I know, I, I know most, I know where you where you're at. My head's right with you, but for them, you think any chance Michelle Obama pops out of the woodwork and runs? Um, in this pantomime, anything can happen. If ne um, in other words, if necessary. If necessary, you have to understand that the, the good guys are in control of this now fully. And now they're, they're having a bit of fun with it. And they are, they are tormenting them on the other side, something rotten. So, so that, I think, is, is all distraction. The more distraction we get, the better, because it means that things are happening behind the scenes. And the more stupid that things get, the better it is for me, because it means that they're that, that we're moving forward. They're tormenting them now with the new financial system. They're tormenting it out of them. And they're showing their hand. And uh, they're going to get caught something rotten, and they know that. Uh, it's very much like there's no way out for them. There's people at every exit point now watching them to see where they come out. And uh, it's... It's going to, 2023 is going to be a huge success. I can't say more than that, 
Dr. Ward, I think, I think you'll be proud of me. I listened to you very, very closely, right? So I had seen how on YouTube they put that box three in Arizona. And they, they had the lady go up in front of the Senate. I couldn't get in the box. There was 200 ballots. And I had Dr. Ward talking in my head and Dr. Epstein. But Dr. Ward, Dr. Ward, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. So go look at the mail-in votes. Look at box three next time. So while you're looking at mail-in and box three, we're coming around on the left side with no corner, and we're going to come do our thing. Yeah. Exactly right. You're proud of me? That's where we're proud of me? Come on. Yeah, I, I exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. The distractions, the, it's the art of war. Art of the war. art of war. Um, and uh, we're, we're, we're the, the amount of distractions is incredible. Um, but we're, we're in a good place, Tommy. Um, but people cannot relax. They cannot sit back. And people need to stand up and fight. The warriors have, have done the hard work. Now now those that are behind the scenes need to continue their fight and not sit down. Um, we need all of, this, all of the support. And as General Michael Flynn said, um, people need to know they can't just sit there and do nothing. If they do nothing, they'll get left behind. You and I won't get left behind, but we'll, 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 be, we'll be through. But we want to take as many with us as we can. But those people who don't listen will, will be left behind. And there's, there's nothing we can do for you. At the moment, there's something we can do for you. We can tell you to stand up and fight. And if you stand up and fight, you will choose your own future. And your future will be amazing. Absolutely amazing. And if you don't, you will get left behind and you will be enslaved. It's your choice. I'm not going to force you. I'm just going to, to say to you, it's your choice. If you want to remain enslaved for the rest of your life, sit on your backside. If you want to have a bright future where you're in control of your life, stand up and fight for it. And doesn't that go back to the saying that we've all heard since we were kids? You are who you are around. So when you talk about those who are left behind, there's only so much we, we can do. And once that time's up, if we stick around those, then we get left behind too. Yeah. And we, we're not going to hang around those people. No. And uh, because all they'll do is complain about why they got left behind and they'll, they'll all complain to each other. It's we funny that the, the principle of that has been said for a oh, century, right? You are yeah. who you're around forever and ever and ever. And here's probably yeah. the most, in this civilization, the most important time to listen to that. Yep, totally. Last, because the rest I want uh, yep. to talk in person with you. Uh, yeah. Even if I got to send you a private jet or, I don't know, take a loan out to get your ass here. <laughs> what do you do about Big Pharma? That's the big, that's a big one. What do you do about them? Um, well, thank, thank God for the honest medical professionals out there who've exposed the truth. Can you believe they're still pushing down that booster shit? They still yeah, have commercials. Yeah, I can. I can believe it. And people are still going. These, these people are arrogant. The guy who made it said no one on this planet should take it, and people are still yeah. going. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for anybody that's starting out on this journey and who doesn't know what's going on, the first thing that people need to understand is, is it was made illegal to find a cure for cancer. Uh, 60, 70 years ago and put into law that if anybody found a cure for cancer, it carried a mandatory death sentence. 
And I think that's a very good starting point because people will then ask the question, why would they do that? And then when you look at why they banned cannabis, and then you find that within cannabis, you've got THC and CBD, which, which um, help remove cancerous cells. So why would they have banned that? And it's a natural product. Um, there are many different aspects. I did a show two years ago um, talking about the, the powers of a lemon. And if you take a lemon and put it into the freezer overnight and it's not got wax on it and you grate off the skin and put it on a salad, it's 400 times more powerful than chemotherapy and it's got no side effects if you've got cancer. Wow. Wow. And it's that simple. And then you find out, and then it gets naughty, Tommy. It gets naughty. Bill Gates tried to patent the lemon. Of course he would. Of course he would. Of course he would. Um, he, he failed because it's obviously natural. That tells you how evil these people really are. But the lemon, and I had somebody, uh, I actually had somebody that um, was within the last three days of their life from cancer who'd give, now given up and somebody said to them, why don't you listen to Charlie Ward? Why don't you try hydroxychloroquine? And why don't you try the rind of a lemon? You've got nothing to lose. You've got three days left. Why don't you try it? And they decided to try it. And after five weeks, they were still alive. And after five months, there was no sign of cancer. So let me get that's this right. So you take a lemon, just say you, you get, you put it in the freezer and freeze it. Yeah, you put it in overnight. Put it in overnight. You, it's, it's very important that the lemon is not covered in wax because a lot of these ones that are shipped all over the world are covered in wax. So wash so it off, rub it. Oh, you want to make sure you get a natural lemon from a, from an organic place where they, or pick them off a tree. If you live anywhere near where they're growing, just go and get one off a tree. Put them in the freezer. And then in the morning, grate with a cheese grater. The, the side of the lemon and you put the rind of a lemon on a salad in this particular person's case they were so desperate they they forgot the salad and just ate the rinds of a lemon hey the difference is is they're still alive um and we all know we all know that the the lemon is one of the best ways of cleaning things we know that and vinegar too yeah. white vinegar exactly we just didn't know how good and that person is now alive and no longer with cancer. Congratulations to you and him or her. I'm about to do a show with Dr. Anders Kalka, um, who's a very good friend. I love him to death. He's an amazing man. And he told me to have hydroxychloroquine in our water. He said, if you drink that water every day, it's impossible for you to get cancer. And we do. We drink it every single day. We have water fonts here, 20-liter water fonts. And we have hydroxychloroquine in every single one. And we've had it now for 18 months. And my mother-in-law, who's 72 years old, drinks it as well. Justin, who's 13 years old, drinks it as well. My wife and I drink it as well. Mother-in-law goes back down to Bulgaria, where her family now live, in the summer, and goes to see the doctor because she has a lump under her breast. And the doctor says, you've got cancer. So they, they, they take her into hospital and they open up underneath her breast. And inside, the size of a baseball is a black ball 
that is completely detached from her body. The hydroxychloroquine had killed it and sealed it, and the doctor lifted it out with his two fingers. It was completely unattached. And then they checked her, and they said, he's never seen anything like that before in his life, ever. And she didn't tell him because she didn't know. We didn't tell him because we didn't see him. So my wife said when they came back to Spain that they would take her to another hospital here and get her checked again. And they checked her again, and they said, there's absolutely no sign of any cancer in your body at all. But it detected the ball first time round, and the doctor literally lifted it out with his fingers, completely detached after a year and a half of drinking hydroxychloroquine water. Now, how do you get that water? How, how do you get that? Well, it's with a normal water, you get the two the two different liquids, which is chlorine dioxide and then an activator, and it, it vaporizes into the water. I've actually done a video on my side on my site that people can see how to make it. Or you can go to anderscalca.com. It's on Charlie TV. Yeah, it's on charliewood.tv. But um Dr. Anders Kalka shows you how to how to do it. And if you can't afford to go and get the liquid, which is not a lot, it's about ten dollars. Um, you can always get three skins of a uh, of a um uh, grapefruit and four skins of a lemon, and then boil them for three hours. And that liquid is hydroxychloroquine in its rawest form. It doesn't taste very nice, but you add it to water. It, it, it takes quite a while that way. But we, I make it within 24 hours with the liquids, and you can see how to do it on my show. And we put it into the water, and we just drink it as a day-to-day. -day. You don't even notice it's in there. But what it does do is it puts your body in an alkaline state. It cleans it all up, and it stops these things growing. It's ever so simple. It's not rocket science. No. And we decided to be the puppets that Dr. Anders Kalka recommended, and uh, it's proved to be incredibly successful. And going back uh, <clears throat> to Big Pharma, two things. They used to have a drug called Cytomel T3 here in the U.S., which yep. they, they would put a needle in uh, an owl. It was a rare, kind of a rare owl. Say one in 10,000 owls died, but it would provide... I don't know, I think a quarter million doses per owl of T3, which is your thyroid, your metabolism, owl, human. You could All, all you needed was 20 MCGs if you had an underactive thyroid or overactive thyroid, meaning, you know, you could eat stones all day and gain weight. Well, yeah. Big Pharma realized, oh, shit, this works a little bit too good. So we need to ban it because of animal rights, because we're killing one owl for 100,000 humans. So now we're going to make this thing called Synthroid, which is T4. And now if you have a thyroid issue, we're going to give you Synthroid where you need 400 MCGs of man-made bullshit. And they did the same thing with the flu top. Yep. The flu top comes from that same owl. You know, like the head goes around. If you needed rotator cuff surgery, because in 04 and 05, it was... It, you could go, you could get it. And my friends would get a motorcycle accident. You don't need surgery, shoot this. And you could sight inject it because it has that lubricant. And it, we, it would regenerate the ligaments, the cartilage, everything. Owl to human. Oh, geez. Well, we can't give drugs to get everybody addicted to. So if this one shot works, that's from an animal. So we have to ban that again, too, because you're killing, you know, one owl. 
And, you know, now we can't do rotator cuff surgery, Tommy John surgery, give you painkillers. So you get addicted, more painkillers, and then a bunch of shit to get off of it. Now you have cancer. Now, you know, you know, how it goes. and that just pertains back to what you had said with other drugs that are out there that you could look up easily that they completely banned for no reason that worked unbelievably well, but they needed to, to keep their agenda. Hydroxychloroquine. Ivermectin, exactly that. Same thing. Banned because they knew immediately that um, it stopped everything to do with COVID immediately within two days. So they had to ban it. And they banned it four years ago. Really? How about the, uh, and the monoclonal antibodies? There was a gazillion of them. We didn't even use yep. them. They were just sitting there. All of a sudden, there's a, there, there's none available. And then amoxicillin. Yeah. Give me a break. Well, we ran out of amoxicillin? What? Exactly. Come on, you exactly. got you got to be a nutcase to believe that. Oh, the stuff they come up with, and this is where I keep saying to people, you just need a little bit of common sense. If you've got common sense, you'll see right through this. When are you coming to the USA again? January. Beautiful. Well, I, you better come by, otherwise I'm going to come find you somewhere. We're in Nashville and then New York. We'll figure out. I'll have to sit back down to you. All right, buddy. All right. Well, it's great to see you. Great to see you. Thank you so much for uh, your time. I really appreciate it, Doctor Ward. I really it's a do. Pleasure. You're a very have a wonderful. Have a wonderful 2023.